0: This is an Urbanarium City Talk. And this is Should I Stay or Should I Go? A show about Metro Vancouver's housing crisis. I'm Jenny Tan, just a regular person trying to make it in Metro Vancouver. On the podcast, I work out if I have stay living in my camping trailer or go somewhere else where I can afford to live. We acknowledge that Metro Vancouver is the unsurrendered traditional territory of many First Nations, including 10 local nations. The modern housing crisis has its roots in the colonization of Metro Vancouver and continues to displace Indigenous peoples. Hey, today's conversation is a bonus episode. I might be biased, but she's my favorite guest. We talk to my mom, a homeowner, immigrant, and parent, about her take on the housing crisis and how she'd feel about me moving in permanently if I can't afford to live anywhere else. Hi, Mommy. Hi, Jenny. <laughs> Your favorite daughter, right? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to introduce yourself
1: and tell us where we are? My name is Celine. I'm Jenny's mom. We stay in Maple Ridge for about eight years. And we like this place because I have a, a backyard and a front yard where I can plant lots of vegetables in the backyard and a few fruit trees in the front yard. Sounds good, mommy.
0: Big question number one, mommy. What do you think is... <laughs> Causing our housing problem.
1: Housing problems. What I personally think is maybe too little housing available for too many people, and also there's lots of uh, well-off people who likes to buy a couple of properties to keep or invest for whatever reason, and also this will bring up the housing price. That caused lots of people that they they couldn't afford to buy or even to rent. Okay, so some people, like you were
0: saying, buying multiple homes for for people outside the country and inside the country.
1: What do you think about that? Maybe they should limit the foreigners to buy the properties in our country. They they could help a bit, I think. And also maybe a lot more low-cost housing need to be also for the a low-income people. There's also maybe, I think there's, what the, the government can do is to build more, more low-cost uh, housing where the government can subsidize most of it and, and the people who want to buy the house could pay maybe uh 20% to 30% lesser than the market price and not to invest, to just to stay. And furthermore, if for some day they want to sell the house, they will have to sell it back to the government, not the market. So that will prevent people from buying a lot of those cheap houses or low-cost houses. It's subsidized, I will say. And then the, the owner who buy it, who want to buy and stay, do not use it as an investment. So investors will not want to buy this type of houses where they can't uh, earn any money.
0: Mami, I'm curious, you said just now that maybe we should limit the foreigners buying
1: the houses, also the locals buying the houses, more than one house. What do you think of that? Local buying the houses, you, you can also limit the locals to buy the house. Maybe you can buy one extra house. I would think maybe some, some of them are genuinely want to buy the house for their kids. Maybe they think, in a few years' time, my kids will need the house, need to have their own family. So... It's a good foresight for the, these parents to buy the house for the kids. I think this way, this shouldn't be penalized. This would be, I mean, encouraged to buy, in fact, so that the foreigners do not have the chance to buy. And what if there are local folks who are buying, say, three, four, five, six houses? <laughs> <laughs> I definitely not agree to, to that. Yeah. That, that is obviously for investment. High of selfies. <laughs> 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 mummy, I'm curious, just now
0: you said that. Okay, so maybe the government built more housing. Uh, lower cost housing for lower income folks. Subsidize the housing is better. So, okay. Let well, me imagine, what if the government say, Alright, we're going to put out an 8-storey apartment, mummy.
1: In your neighbourhood. Say, across the street from you. What do you think? Across the streets. I mean, the... If you, if they need to build really then they will just have go ahead and build across the street is of course not not at my at my back That would be a bit too near. Is it across the street or the next street somewhere near the the main road or something. I think it's acceptable by most people. When you can start building any uh multi-story house. You could always start somewhere at the main road and you slowly you move inwards you don't you don't build a house right in the middle of the residential area I think it to me it doesn't match into the the whole area sometimes people is acceptable Mm. because people have been staying in the the single house they are so used to this kind of environment quiet environment Mm. so maybe I don't if it's a, such a huge space, it, it makes sense to build, I think, if it's a really huge space. And then you make some facility where everybody can enjoy. I think that that will make sense. So you talked just now about the quiet of the neighbourhood. The quiet,
0: is, I think it sounds like it's quite important. So are you concerned that you've got an apartment building or they put up a townhome, then too many people maybe not
1: quiet anymore? I think I don't say uh, human sound is, is uh, it's not noisy, you know. It's only things like loud noise, when, uh, music, party, that kind is a uh, call noise. If the like, sounds of children praying, that is not noisy. So it, it's, it's fine. Are you concerned that if they build more apartments or more
0: townhomes in your neighbourhood, then your property value of this house will go down?
1: Uh, do not think it will go down because since no matter when the house is still in high demand, so whatever we build, it it won't affect. I don't think so it will affect. Who knows, it it might even raise because single house is always getting lesser. In general, are you happy that the house prices go up so much because then your property value go go up? I I personally think that the housing price is going too much too high. Even though you have a house and even though you benefit you... I don't really benefit actually for me. Because the the house price goes higher right now it doesn't benefit me. It's only if I sell the house and I'm not going to buy. Because now the house goes higher, my property tax will be higher. So at least right now um i don't benefit if someone the government say they are going to build
0: say housing for lower income folks in the neighborhood so maybe say households
1: making 40,000 or less in the neighborhood any concerns you must get people get used to the way you, you do things i think people shouldn't complain because that space is, doesn't belong to anyone and then I believe the, the architect or the government should have think everything why it has to be built there. You, they don't just overnight think, I want that place, right? They must have think of a lot already. So you just have to convince the people. You have to be open to people. What is the reason why that? People are very scared of uncertainty. Looking into the future,
0: do you think 10, 20, 50 years from now, Vancouver will still be affordable for
1: younger people. If if nothing is done, this kind of condition will become worse. Definitely, they can't they can't afford. And for young people who want to be independent, staying out, they more likely have to start more trailer home, <laughs> or maybe they can do like a uh, manufactured house complex. It's cheaper to build, but you don't own the land, that's, that's the thing. But then if you do not have the money to own the land, you just don't own. They might have other problems, but then you have to solve a problem first to, 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 to go on, right? So I don't know, might be one idea. Okay, last question.
0: Unless I get lucky and win the lottery, I probably won't be able to buy in Vancouver. So do you think it is better for me to move in with you permanently or move into interior VC somewhere, maybe a five or 10 hour drive away? Or do you see some other option for me?
1: I think that for you, it probably is to stay in in a house with two suites where there are two families together but still separated. And then the younger family will still have their own way of life. Any family that has two suites they encourage the children to, to make use of the suite. I believe a lot of houses have empty suite that the children are not staying. So are you prepared to have me move in with you permanently at some point? I think there is not a problem if there is two separate suites because definitely there will be some conflict because there is still some generation gap. So it's good to be independent and then they will, they will grow. Thank you mummy so much for talking to me. You're welcome. So if, if you need more of my suggestions, I'm happy to
0: I will I will feed your suggestions to the government maybe <laughs> and see if they take any of them. I'll be happy if they take. <laughs> mummy, thank you so much for talking to me today.
1: You're welcome. And now
0: let's break down those ideas with architect Bruce Hayden, who's also the editorial advisor of "Should I Stay or Should I Go." So, Bruce, that was my mom.
2: It's obvious that you and mom, your mom have a lovely relationship, by the way, which is great.
0: By, by the way, I just wanted to point out that she's the best mom ever, and I that love my can't mom. be
2: true because my mom is the yeah, best yeah, one yeah, ever. Okay, yeah. but
0: moving on, no cat fights um, at the recording table. So, what do we think?
2: I really enjoyed listening to your mom. For me, she represented the way most people think about housing, which is it's complex, there's personal issues, but she recognizes the larger societal need, and she had some cool ideas.
0: I sort of chuckled at when my mom said, about building homes, she said, not in my backyard. I just sort of laughed because I don't think my mom, I think she actually just independently came up with this phrase and just didn't know the context that when we talk about housing in North America, not in my backyard, or yes, in my backyard, or just these two almost rallying cries, or should we not, or should we build housing?
2: And, and I heard that too, and I, I also laughed around it, but I also heard your mom talk about, she reflected for me the way so many people think about housing, which they understand it's a critical issue, and they also don't want to deal with a change in their own neighborhood that they really care about. So it's finding a way to bridge those two places that is very difficult.
0: And, you know, she did say she, she wasn't opposed to it. And she said that she, you know, she doesn't think people should really have a right to say no to more housing. She's just uncomfortable with the idea of it being you know, really close to her. And I just want to go to this idea that my mom talked about, this idea of the limiting the number of homes that people can buy. Wasn't it interesting
2: that was an absolutely new idea to me it obviously would have challenges i mean in a kind of free and open society we've got to acknowledge that there'd be a bunch of issues but i go back to this idea that obviously one of the sources of speculation isn't just like giant firms coming in from out of town and buying a thousand houses it's ordinary people who've made a lot of money off the housing market and are taking that bulk of money and putting it into the housing market again. I think that kind of limitation would be, would be interesting to explore as a possibility.
0: I don't practically know if that's going to work. I don't know what administrative requirements of that would be, but I think people get it, right? That in spirit, this is not what housing is supposed to be for. And she, she said it too, that Increasing housing prices all the time don't really benefit her even though she owns a home.
2: There might be a way to get really creative around that idea where maybe it's like the capital gains tax just increases as you own more and more homes or something like that. So it becomes a kind of way of progressive taxation that takes the financial incentive, reduces it over time. There might be some possibilities and I'm not an expert at any of this. So I don't think we should say we're promoting this idea. But what I found was that it was a creative and interesting one.
0: I think I want to wrap this off by saying that people... And including my parents, are pretty views are pretty nuanced, right? Because as we're talking about this, you know, there is an 88-unit uh, complex being proposed just about two blocks away from where we live in Maple Ridge. And so my parents walked by it, and just when they walked by, another senior walked by and said, man, that apartment building is going to cast shadows into my garden. I don't want it. And my parents really talked about this at length. And then they sort of settled on, you know, but... People need to live somewhere, and yeah, this kind of makes sense.
2: That probably is a great place to end.
0: And that was our bonus episode with my mom and her take on the housing crisis. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Make sure to hit subscribe so you know when we drop our next episode. And tell us what you think. Email us at citytalkurbanarium.org. That's citytalkurbanarium.org. I read every email.